Well, good Tuesday morning, everyone. It is the 11th of May, and lie number three is, I can keep this a secret. Another lie that we tell ourselves, and we hear from our enemy, is that this will just be my little secret. No one has to know about it, and we all probably started looking at porn when we were still living at home and maybe around the age of 12, give or take a few years. It all starts to happen, uh, incidentally, as our bodies enter the stage called puberty. And boys normally begin puberty around their ninth or 10th birthday with little outward indicators that things are changing on the inside. Around 11, pubic hair starts to form. Around 13, your voice begins to change, or some call it crack, and muscles begin to get larger. Yay for that. At 14, though, acne begins to appear, along with armpit hair, and around the age of 15, facial hair begins to grow. This can be an awkward time for boys, many of whom feel unsure about what's happening and can begin to want to isolate, either because of the changes, which are causing certain levels of embarrassment, uh, when their voice cracks and their acne begins to increase. And so when an awkward young boy with his body changing stumbles upon some porn, the pleasure they begin to feel is a powerful escape from this life that they're not enjoying living. For me, that was the age of 12 when I found my dad's Playboy magazines. I sat on my dad's bed and started looking through the magazines and was utterly amazed at what I was seeing. Powerful arousal was happening as my blood pressure increased, as well as other parts of me. It was at that time that I met someone whom I didn't realize it, but he wanted to be my lifelong friend. And his name was Master Bation. He started showing up every day, asking me to come out and play. Sometimes he was there the first thing in the morning, and other times he was the last one I would spend time with at night. The strange thing about it all was that I felt embarrassed about spending time with him. And so our meetings were very secret and only when I knew that we were alone. My time with him often involved the porn magazines and as time passed and puberty continued to develop, I found myself wanting to act out with him and porn more than just once a day. Now I can imagine that your story is a little bit like mine, more or less. And so we learned early in our life that sexual sin was something we would do when we were alone and isolated. I could never even imagine telling my parents or my brother or even my friends about it. It was just going to be my little secret, so I learned how to hide it and never speak about it. Now, my use of porn and masturbation decreased once I accepted Christ as my Savior at the age of 19. 
And then when I went to seminary, it was drastically reduced as I was preparing to become a pastor. However, it never was fully eliminated. It always uh, seemed to be lurking in the background, and I would masturbate with some fantasy from my childhood or thinking about beautiful women that I'd seen. And always I was alone and isolated. Then in June of 1979, my fiancé were married, and I thought, at last, all my sexual problems will be gone. I'll be able to have sex with my wife whenever I want it, and it'll be exactly what I want it to be. Well, I was wrong on both counts. You see, sexual intimacy with your spouse is a dance that you do with your partner, and both of you need to be on the same page. It's not like dancing today where uh, two people stand in front of each other and do some really weird movements, uh, not touching one another and free to do exactly what they wanted to do on their own. That dance is like just two people standing somewhat close to each other, but they're not working together as a team, depending on the dance they're doing. However, sexual intimacy in a marriage relationship is a dance that is perfected with time as you both learn how to give yourselves to one another. Sexual lust is the exact opposite, where in your fantasy world, everybody does what you want them to do and think and even say. And my experience was I learned about making love or having sex from porn where the woman is just an object for me to do with as I please in my mind. Therefore, somewhere in those early days of marriage, I began to fill the gap between our lovemaking sessions with masturbation. And once again, I had a little secret that if I was very careful, she would not know, and I could get release from my sexual desires However, I knew that this was wrong, and so I, did, I tried to keep it to a minimum. The problem with having sexual secrets in a marriage, or even when you're single, is this secret of sexual sin is highly addictive, and you begin to experience the law of diminishing returns. That law is that after a while of using porn, the thrill diminishes, and you develop two things. One, the need for more intensity. You need to find porn that is stronger or more powerful. And two, the need for more frequency. Once a week can become once a day, can become multiple times a day. Nude images become not enough, so you move on to videos, maybe live online sessions, and ultimately, having sex in person with another person. And with this increase of more frequency and more intensity, you're becoming more and more exposed and more likely to be caught. Cleaning out your history on all the devices continuously becomes a must. Maybe even getting a credit card that your spouse doesn't know about to hide your expenses is needed. 
And perhaps you even have a second phone or a second tablet that nobody knows about. And during this time, you're becoming more and more isolated. An invisible wall is established between you and your wife or you and your friends and family. You cannot see that wall, but it's there. And you have limited your relationship with those who are there to love you to the point where they can only see how you look on the outside, and we're all able to look on the outside like everything is doing just fine, but our inner self, we keep hidden. And the more we hide our real self as a broken and shame-filled person behind the disguise that everything is just fine, the more we're driven to go deeper into sexual sin. Listen, I've lived there, and I was miserable. I was trapped and chained in my sexual sin, too afraid to tell anybody but desperate for help because I knew I could not get the help I needed without blowing up my life and career. Well, God gave me the chance to tell the truth on September 9th of 2005. I confessed to my deacons and resigned from the ministry. I confessed everything to my wife and even shared with our four adult children that I had become addicted to porn and had been unfaithful to their mother. It was all an extremely painful train wreck because I kept it all a secret, hoping to be able to stop without anybody knowing. And that was another lie that I had to learn to deal with. Listen, my friends, it only gets worse the more you keep it a secret. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day in the Lord. And we'll go to the next lie tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.